Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from September 22nd to September 28th, 2014. Vulnerability activity levels remain consistent with previous periods, although the release of the GNU Bash vulnerability has prompted increased activity from multiple vendors. The GNU Bash Shellshock vulnerability announced during the period has sparked multiple vendors investigating the impact on their products and releasing security advisories and software updates. The vulnerability in GNU Bash could allow an unauthenticated remote attacker to inject arbitrary commands. Multiple sources are reporting that the vulnerability is being actively exploited. Cisco has released the Cisco Event Response GNU Bash Environment Variable Command Injection Vulnerability and the Cisco Product Security Incident Response Team, or PCERT, is currently investigating if any Cisco products are affected by this vulnerability. Additional details and analysis of the vulnerability, impact, and threat are available on the Cisco Security Portal at www.cisco.com security. Organizations are advised to continue to monitor the Cisco event response for updated information. Cisco released its semi-annual Cisco IOS Software Security Advisory bundled publication on September 24th. In direct response to customer feedback, Cisco releases bundles of Cisco IOS Software Security Advisories on the fourth Wednesday of the month in March and September of each calendar year. The publication includes six security advisories that address vulnerabilities in Cisco IOS software. Exploits of the individual vulnerabilities could result in a denial of service condition or interface wedge. For more information, go to the Cisco Security Portal at www.cisco.com security. Other significant vulnerability activity included the reporting of an Apple IOS Core Graphics ColorSpace Object Processing Memory Corruption Vulnerability, a Mozilla Network Security Services Improper Certificate Validation Vulnerability, a PHP Wiki Plutocus Module Command Injection Vulnerability, and multiple vendor products XML-RPC Processing Denial of Service Vulnerability. Red Hat reported multiple vulnerabilities in JBoss and released additional security advisories for OpenSSL DTLS and multiple quick emulator vulnerabilities. Apple also reported multiple issues with the release of iOS 8 and the later update 8.0.1. Apple has now released iOS 8.0.2 to correct multiple issues. In threat activity, sources reported the identification and details of the Spike Toolkit that is targeting computers, routers, and the Internet of Things systems to infect and join the systems to a botnet for launching distributed denial-of-service attacks. The toolkit is capable of infecting Linux, Windows, and ARM systems and has been associated with DDoS attacks in Asia and the United States. IntelliShield published 150 events last week that included 79 new events and 71 updated events. In the Identity Risk Management category, sources continued to report identified breaches and compromises of sensitive information during this period including the TripAdvisor Viator travel site and Jimmy John's stores. 
While other investigations continue, these new breaches may have exposed personal and financial information. More concerning may be research reporting the increased targeting of healthcare information and breaches and compromises occurring at medical facilities and organizations that share health information. Research has reported an increase of 600% so far in 2014. While the personal and financial breaches continue to plague multiple companies, and can be seriously disruptive to individuals impacted, the individuals do have some protections to prevent identity and financial theft losses. Not to downplay the importance of these continued breaches, but the criminals have already determined that the healthcare information is far more valuable and usable, which is reflected in the higher prices for this data in the criminal exchanges. This may also be more difficult for individuals to detect and to prevent further fraud using their information. Indicators of healthcare data compromises may include suspicious insurance claims, increases in targeted spam for personal healthcare issues, or attempts to extort money for the return of the healthcare data. Individuals can report these activities to government agencies and law enforcement, although the problem with the exposure of healthcare data is its persistence. While credit cards or financial accounts can be changed to prevent fraud, Healthcare information does not change and individuals can expect to continue to receive fraudulent attempts to use the information. Once exposed, individuals must continue to closely monitor the fraud activity to prevent additional criminal activity and raise the importance of protecting their information with their healthcare providers. Finally, in geopolitical news, as the multinational military campaign against the extremist group Islamic State gets underway in Iraq and Syria, Concerns about retaliatory terrorist attacks on Western home soil are increasing. In the past few weeks, the United Kingdom raised its threat level, Australian authorities claim to have foiled a plot to kidnap and behead Sydney residents, Belgian and Dutch authorities arrested suspected extremists on their way home from a war zone, and the new Iraqi Prime Minister warned of plots against Western subway systems. Online propaganda voicing anger against the multinational military response could prompt lone wolf types to carry out attacks. Meanwhile, an article in Politico quoted a senior U.S. intelligence official worried about a Cyber Fort Hood scenario in which a rogue insider with administrator access to critical infrastructure carries out network sabotage. The phrase Cyber Fort Hood sounds suspiciously like the Cyber Pearl Harbor that former Defense Secretary Leon Panetta warned us of in 2012. Both envisage a state or transnational group perpetrating a catastrophic attack on a critical network. Some information security specialists have argued that sovereign states will be unlikely to consider such an attack for a number of reasons, including fear of retaliation, while transnational extremists or crime groups may not have the expertise and resources. The somewhat alarmist image of an ideologically motivated rogue insider sysadmin bent on life-threatening destruction is not out of the realm of possibility, but is far less likely than the profit or revenge-motivated insider. In any event, identifying any kind of insider threat requires teamwork between IT and other corporate organizations such as HR, physical security, and legal, and dialogue with law enforcement partners. Establishing these kinds of relationships in a proactive way can be difficult, but may prove invaluable particularly for entities that oversee critical public systems. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. 
Thanks for listening and stay safe.